the person that I wanted to speak about today, um, the yard site is Yud Gimel Nissen, is A. Mitzaratzmoy, one of the giants of all dyers, um, the Mechaba, Rabbi Yosef Cairo. Mitzatsheni, he lived in a Tkufa that was extraordinary. There was a lot, the, the, the Tkufa is an extraordinary, pivotal Tkufa in Klal Yisrael. And his work and the things that he's done um, really are a briach atichin. And uh, we'll try to, again, look at it in the, in the context of things that are significant for us, Ladeus, and so on. Uh, where do I get my information from? And we've made it uh, uh, each time uh, the Beisais have lived, uh, let's say, uh, 500 years ago, more or less, a little bit, uh, he died a little bit less than 500 years ago, a little, was born a little earlier than 500 years ago. So how do I know what I know? So a very important question. So the truth is, there's a lack of Mechairis, and what we have is as follows. There's a sefer called Kairi Hadiris, written by Yitzhak Kanfiru. He was he lived like two generations afterwards. This is close enough to have some information from grandchildren and so on. That's one source. We have his Chuvas Farim, which is another source, Dafkas um, Reichel. So that's an important source of historic information, certainly for dating. There are occasional historical notes. When he finishes his Pirush on the tour and basically if he writes where he started and so on. Those are basically what we have. A little bit we have contemporaries of his. It was already a Tkufu when people were writing Chubis back and forth. And but mainly you have um, you have people talking about people. So you have some information there also. But there's missing stuff, and usually when there's missing stuff you get all sorts of maisalach, which you could take a leave. Not, not of any great significance. But there are halal, and generally important, and safer for biographical inf- information is the Chidor Kaddish. Chidor was very reliable. Chidor, besides being a, a Godel Admoy, the Chidor was also a, a real um, scholar. He went and looked for documents and researched and <coughs> tremendous amount of work. doesn't bring all that much information on the base Elsef. Um, so really, the, the, the Kairadaris is one source, not impeccable. Um, and then you have the stuff that he wrote and so on. A, a more contemporary work that's, that brings a lot of those Makairis and written by somebody from um, was a safe on the base. So there was a Yid named Greenwald. I think his name was because Seal Greenwald. He was a Rob of Columbus, Ohio in the 30s. He wrote a Colbin Avelus. He wrote a, on Rabbi Yosef Cairo. And um, he brings a lot of historic information. He has certain Hasharis that you can agree or disagree, but at least he presents it. I think this is true, and this is the reason why I think this is true, and you can, you know, you can make up, at least you can have some sense of it. Those are the Makairis that, that we'll use, basically. The Tkufa he lived in was an incredible Tkufa. He was born in, he was born 1488, which was four years before the Geiris Farat. So he himself was already, didn't grow up in Spain, but he was of that stock. His family ran away to Portugal, and four years later kicked out of Portugal. So at the age of eight, basically, he's left the Iberian Peninsula. Where do you go to? Where did, where did the Jews go to 
from Spain. And this is going to be, it's a very important piece in history. Um, some Jews went to uh, North Africa. North Africa is close to Spain. So some Jews found there, but there were problems there also. The, the place where most of Spanish Jewry that left went, and much of Spanish Jewry didn't leave, they stayed, assimilated, unfortunately, but those that left, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, um, you see Hashkocha, that HaKadosh Baruch is marked in Fulamaka. The Christian empire had split into two. There was the... Um, the, the, the Western Empire, Emperor Capital, that was Rome. And there was the Eastern, there was Byzantium, which is Turkey today. And the Turkish, that's, the, that's sort of the, the um, that's where the Orthodox churches come from. Um, Russian Orthodox, Greek Orthodox, that, that's, that's from, from the Eastern portion of, of, the, of that empire. The uh, Constantinople, which was Byzantium, was a city that was considered to be impregnable. And I think they made a cheshbin, they needed a minimal amount of people to watch it. And it, it, it like, like the rest of Rome, it rotted away inside um, with all of its own problems. Uh, you know, it's a shoyim is not, is not, I mean, it's a doesn't last, but it wasn't easy to conquer. And through many, many, um, it was, I don't say Shalikidachateva, but by incredible fortune, in eight, in fourteen forty-two or three or four, that that Kufa, about fifty years before, there was a very strong Muslim Ottoman Turks, a strong kind of a little bit of, a, of a, a very warrior type, a little bit a stridently Muslim group that conquered Constantinople and made it into a Muslim empire. It was, they were very religious Muslims, but also very, very practical um, rulers. And they said, we need Jews. And they welcomed Jews to come live there. And when the Jews were thrown out of Spain, most of them ended up in Constantinople and Drapil. Uh, all, all the areas Greece also, m- m- parts of Greece had fall under them. Also, they were over that area, the parts of the Balkans, Turkey, and so on. And Jews not only were welcomed there, they could flourish businesses, and everything like it. So it was Mamash and like a thousand years they waited, and then it exploded just before they needed it, and then most of the Jews found refuge in Turkey. So uh, Turkey, the Turkish countries, uh, it's hard, they don't follow exactly the same maps as today, but those areas, they actually, the Jews there, are closest to the Spanish Portuguese Messiah in the other place. There were some in Holland that had found refuge, um, um, but the majority was in Turkey, and that was really where the most ended up, including the Beis Yosef.
there are a few big centers there. Uh, Andriopol was one, and uh, Salonika, which is today Greece, and it's a Greek city really, but it was under the Turkish Empire, the Ottoman Empire, and that was a big, a big Mokram Torah as well. Um, the Beisesif ended up there and grew up there. We don't know who he learned by. We know very little about his, who his Rebbeim were. Um, he, he mentions his father, Ephraim Karo, in, 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 in Allah too. Um, he mentions in certain of the Chuvis, he treats Rabbi Yosef Teitzak, who was in the Gedolim at that time. He, he, he writes the Mayav Rebbe, and he's very humble, but a very unclear if he learned by him. Pashas, he didn't learn by him. He only came to know him later, and therefore he treats him with great deference as befits a God Ladar, but, you know, that type of, of deference. But it wasn't a real Talmud relationship. We don't have any idea of really who Zerbeim were and so on. We just know that at the age of his early 30s, he was already recognized as an Adam Gadol. Chuvis was sent him, Shiles was sent him, and he started working on his magnum opus, which is the Beisaisif, not the Shoharach. Um, first, let's describe this firm that he wrote in his lifetime. So, the major work is the Beisaisif. Let's explain what the Beisaisif is, so that we understand. The, 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 the Halacha's firm had been written two, well, three. The Rif, which is, as all we know, a condensation of the Gemara Halacha. The Rambam, that completely recasts the Gemara in Taira. So, it's, it's taking, you know, again, everybody here has learned to sing the Rambam. The tour, I'm so big, how many have actually seen tour as much? The tour was a compromise in the following sense. The Rambam is very clear, very, very, it, 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 it goes by topic, and it tells you exactly what the Aloha is, going to Rambam. The problem with it is that it leaves out all the Machalikes Rishonim, and you don't have no idea who, what, when, where, other than the Rambam. The tour goes by topics, like the same Simon HaShacharach. He brings the Machlok, the Doyle Machlok Shrishenim, and he's Machriya most of the time. The tour was the son of the Rosh. The Beis Yosef wrote a Pirush on it, which is physically much bigger than the tour, and he wrote on it all of the Mechairis of the Torah. He takes the Gemara, brings it down word for word, explains, brings the Rishonim, explains the point. He went through an exhaustive library of Tshuva's farm and other Sfarim, and brings them down. He, he Ke'ilu brought a yam of Inyanim that the Torah either was Meramis, didn't bring, and really is a completion to the Torah. That's what the Beisayisif is. An incre- it's an incredibly large work. He went to Salonika. Salonika was a, was a wealthy city, and they had a huge library to be able to find all the different farming you would ever need, and wrote out the Beisayisif, which is incredibly large, um, and is Ashlama to the Torah. That was one safer. The Kes of Mishnah, which is, appears on the Rambam, again, his Mekairis, and being done on the Rambam, he actually started early, but he didn't finish it. it. He finished it, and it came out after he died. He finished it, Mamash Yosef Yamov. 
he lived long, he was 87 when he was Nifta. That's the second Sefer. The Shulchan Aruch was a Sefer he put out after putting out the Torah in the Beis Yosef. And in many ways, it's a misleading Sefer. I many times ex- expressed it. The Shulchan Aruch is not meant to be a Sefer. The Shulchan Aruch is a, a, an outline, really, of the Halachas in the Beis Yosef and the Torah. It's done so that people can have quicker access. Many Achronim write, the Sma, the Bach, and others write, that you're not allowed to pass on Shacharach unless you learn to turn to Beis Yosef. Shacharach is there sort of as an index almost. And that's why the Shacharach is a safer, it's not structured really, because it, it's simply taking the Lachas out of the turn to Beis Yosef. The real safe is the turn to Beis Yosef. But those were his three major farms. Besides that, he wrote Chuvis called Afkas Areichel. He put it together. And Chuvis on, on Ebenezer we have, and a few other small. He wrote a sefer called Darkat Talmud. It's a shlama to others for him, um, to, to another sefer about Inyanim of the Talmud. And finally, we'll speak later about the Magid Mecharim. But those are the sefer he wrote. It, it was an, an incredible, the Beis Yosef is an incredible sefer in its breadth, in its scope. It almost leaves nothing out. Um, when it came out, actually, he, he started when he was 32 years old. When it came out, the Marie Belev, I think, said that people should not look at it, they shouldn't learn it, because they'll stop learning. They'll just use the Bezaisif. They don't have to learn the Gemara and the Sugis, they just go through the Bezaisif. They'll, they'll, they'll start with the term Bezaisif. Little did they know how many Kitsurim would come out afterwards. But uh, they, he... Um, but he's, so, the, so somebody writes, one of his Talmidim writes, that up to that time, the Marie Belev used to learn Torah with his Talmidim, and he would, Balpeh, tell them the Sugya and the Mekairis of the Torah. There was one place, when he came out and made that statement that you shouldn't learn from the Torah, from the Beisasif, the next time in Shir, he got stuck on something, and he couldn't remember where the Gemara is from, and then when he found it in the Beisasif, it was simple, something simple, and he said it's an Einish, and he takes back his words about Vyasev. That's the um, another vignette I can tell you. Mice I heard from from a person who, who heard it clichéni. This I heard from a Yidre Moshe Koyen at Meivesim. He's a man in his nineties now at Meivesim, and he lives in Israel as a as a shachna mine. His grandfather, he heard this from his grandfather, was was by the Sfasemis. The Sfasem was by the Sfasemis. And the Svasemis says to Ragachava, what does he learn? And he told him, Shas, Rambam, and Tur. So the Svasemis says, with Beis Yosef, he said, no, Tur. So he said, and um, how do you know the, the, so how do you know the Mekoris of the Halachas of the Tur? So um, the Ragachava told him, I, I, I can figure it out. I don't need the Beis Yosef. I, I have the Bekiyas myself. So, um, the Svasemis asked him ten tours, on ten different tours, where, where the mucker is. This, this is from this, the grandfather of Majikarin, who was at the time. Nine of them, he whipped out exactly like the Beisaisif. The tenth one, he said one that's not like the Beisaisif. So, the Svasemis told him, Beisaisif is this. He says, I think what I say is not less. So, they started arguing. And, the, and then as they're arguing, we mefalpul, the Svasemis grabs his finger, his hand, and he says, Rav Yosheh, Rav Yosheh, so Rav Yosef in, in, in Chiba, in Yiddish. 
what difference does it, you know, how are we adding Kvayt Shemayim? What difference does this argument make to Rebbeinu Shalom? What Kvayt Shemayim are we adding by it? That was, that was just a vignette that I happened to hear. But al Kapana shows you the Cheshivas of the Beis Yosef and the Tur, the, 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 um, the way people looked at it. Tur Beis Yosef was the core of modern halacha in a way that the Rambam is not. The Rambam is the Rambam, and that's, it's not the halacha. And Shukharach is considered to be not extensive enough. To, it's, it's a guide to where to find a term in a certain sense. There's a cross in Shukharach, but, but al Kapanim, that's the that's way it is. He, in Turkey, one thing we know from contemporaries is he had a magid, meaning a, a, some sort of malach that spoke to him. But there's some controversy about a sefer that was written about Magid Meshar, but that he had him who, who told him that he must go to Israel. And he went to Tzfas. Now, let's just first give some sense. In Turkey, one of the big issues, one of the big problems, Bechlau, let, let's, let's, let's explain one of the issues of that Tkufa, which is an issue that you see in the Tshuvas of the Beisaisiv as well. Um, Kehillus lived in enclosed, clearly defined areas for hundreds of years. And every Mokham had its Minhagim and so on and so forth. And changing Minhagim and changing things like that were Asr. And strongly enforced. And it was not such an issue. When you took 50,000 Jews out of Spain and tossed them into a whole bunch of places, all of a sudden you had different communities. So if, if, if a thousand Spanish Jews end up in Andropola, is that a new Kehillah? Must they be involved with the old Kehillah? Can they have their own Psokim, their own Rabbanim, their own uh, communal structure? It, it, that, issues like that, there were tremendous machlokes with that. Those are, those are issues that crept up. And there are chuvis on, on being allowed to, to be part of a Bezden or not, and so on. And it was riven with these machlokes. From there, he went to Tzfas and Eretz Yisrael. Tzfas doesn't exist in the Gemara's time. As far as we know, there's no people identified. Tzipari is that we don't have any clear identification of the city Tzfas with anything, not in Tanakh, not in the Gemara. Um, but the, the common understanding is that it's not. Um, what was unique about Tzfas? It seems, for whatever reason, Tzfas was extremely successful economically. And there, there was a lot of agriculture around there. There was clothes business, manufacturing. It was on a, on a uh, road that went to Damascus and so on. It was a very, very, it was a wealthy place. It had quite a lot of people there, a lot of families. And it became a hub of Torah learning that hadn't been in centuries. The, 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 in that Kufa, including Goyle Sfarad, you had in Sfas a concentration of people that, of Gedoyle Olam that I don't think we ever had before. In the same city and place you had at various times, most of the time together, the Beis Yosef, the Rizal, the Ramak, the Shleim al the Balacharedim, 
the, the Medrash Shmuel as, as Radi in, 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 in Perkyovis, um, the Mabit, um, the Maribe Rav, who was Cheshavet in him, it was an incredible, incredible city of Gedoloilam. Um, possibly never been before, before the times of the Gemara, maybe, and never afterwards did you have one small place such a concentration of G'day Lailam. And in that place um, was where the Beisese functioned, the Rizal functioned, and so on. The, um, the Beisese was recognized as the Godel. The Mary Barav was bigger than him. An extraordinary Pasha happened. I don't want to be admired because I think it's worth spending an hour on its own for it. And some, sometime we'll do it. Was the... the, the, the um, the, 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 the um, attempt to re-establish smicha in Klai Yisrael. Um, the Rabbanim decided, based on the Rambam, that you can re-establish uh, smicha. If all G'dayas got together, they got together, and they made the Maribe Rav, they gave him smicha. The Maribe Rav gave four people smicha, the Beis Yosef was one of them. Um, there was a big machlekes, and, and it froze. So they never had a Sanhedrin, but they had a smicha. Um, it's incredible that the Shohar who we live from is on somebody who had smicha, um, real smicha, smicha of the, of, of the type of Sanhedrin. Um, we don't, uh, I don't know, you know, it's, it's something, it's, it's, it's a, it was a huge parasha with tremendously vehement letters back and forth, whether they can do it, can't do it, terrible, terrible machloikas. It's a very famous piece in history. Maybe someday we'll talk about the Mirabirav. It's it's something worth going through because it's it's really sort of a, a watershed in, in, in history. Al Kalpanim, what was the incentive for the smicha? One of the reasons seems to be because of this was the first time that the the, the machlokus of different communities was a sharp it was sharply highlighted. You had different communities in one place with different men and at loggerheads. Al Kapanim, um, whatever it is, he, he the Rebbe had smicha. The let's talk a little bit about some of the Shilas and Shuvas. He lived to be eighty-seven when he was Nifta. Um, he had three children. He had three wives. They were he was, they were Nifta. His, his they were Nifta, and he had at least two sons that we know of. One of them married Arizal's daughter. So the two great houses in Kval Yisrael, the, the house of Halacha and the house of Kabbalah, actually were united. And they had, they, they were shtarach. Um The Beisese, when he came back from the Tnoim of his son, Tararizal's daughter, told his wife, and this is recorded, that he, doesn't, he heard such wonderful things from Tararizal. He says he doesn't know if there's any place in the universe with such divil kim chayim are given over, tremendous aflaga of, of, of what it was. Let's take a look. Some of so, so the tshuvas we have in Afkas Reichel uh, would be fascinating to touch on a few of them just to get a sense of what was happening at the time and what was going on. Um, there were three, the Velt maps out that his big balplukta is the Mabit. It's not really true. The Mabit and him had tremendous yachas of, of mutual respect, tremendous. 
But I want to go through four Yonim that they were cholik. Um, it, it, and, the, the, and it was very sharp. Some of the sharp. There was no, there was no pulling punches when it came to, to Emes. One was a big machlok, which is halacha today, it's still nogea. When you buy fruits and vegetables from Goyim and Shemitah and Yisrael, are you mafish shumas and maishas or not? Beisosif said yes. He said, Alpidin as it comes out. Mabit said they never used to do it. And the Mambit made a cherem, and anyone who does is mafrish. And today in Israel, it's a neighbor in Yerushalayim, a choluk on it. And it's a machloikis lahalokha that still is current. One. There was a machloikis base, the, the, the Mabit took issue with the fact that some of the young Talmidim of the Beisaisiv were paskening. He held they were too young, not royal enough. He was upset about it. That's, a, that's an issue. Um. There was a big machlaikis on a a woman whose husband drowned in a ship. There was a ship that, that got lost and it was my Shalom Saif, whether to be Matir the 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 the, the uh, Agun or not. The Mabit was the only one that was gonna be Matir and he went ahead and, be, and was Matir. The and he said but tonight at two hours are Mitzarif, to only one other was Mitzarif to him. At the end somebody was Makadish that woman and the base Put out a cherem that if he doesn't if he doesn't separate himself from the woman, the, the person is a cherem. He came up very sharply. He held that this, the mabit himself is not enough to be matered, and 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 the, the mabit himself was matter only with two people with him. Nobody came, nobody held like him, and he put tremendous pressure to break it up. Very very sharp. There was one more interesting Indian. The Bahamas started having a. This the says himself writes in his in his in his chuvis. The animals had certain bleeding in the stomach. There was a question if the trephus or not. The mabit said it's only because they eat a certain grass. And the beisays have held it's asa, it's a trefa. Mabit said they're not real trephus. It's they eat a certain grass that causes the bleeding. And it was makeup was matter. The butchers began to be seimach on the mabit. They, you know, listen, it's expensive meat and, and so on. And the Beis writes that dozens and dozens of people became very sick and a few died from it, from eating meat of that behemoth. And they, the, 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 the mabit took back his psak. That was that's one uh, that's one topic that's nagea that a group of topics of, of his and safer. There's an interesting occasion you meet detractors, and somebody somebody writes a very sharp um, letter against him, and basically he, in a very cynical way, he writes to the Beis Yosef that all he is is a ma'asef. He his safe is not a big deal. He just he just gathered together all this farm. It's not a big chachma to take a siman shagaruch. A seminator and to bring all this farm. So basically, he's a librarian, a glorified librarian. He's a ma'asef. And the of answers, being a ma'asef is not a. You know, you, you can't be megana. You can't make fun of me. You can't give me covet. All that's important is, am I right or am I wrong? You know, skip the personal stuff. Am, am I right or am I wrong? You know, the. the the Chazin Ish told somebody once 
you know, I think somebody might have made a similar comment. The Chazan Ish says, take a look. He wrote, besides Avkas Reichel, there's another Shalaz HaTshuva statement called Shalaz HaTshuva's Beis Yosef on Evan Ezra. I'm not sure exactly. It's a collection. Over there in that Shalaz HaTshuva's Beis Yosef, he also has odds and ends. Someone asked him, could you tell us over the share that you gave on, in the Shiva list yesterday? So he says, yeah, all right, Bekitza. So the shear is on the sugya in Kedushan of Amenashe Yitzhaba. And he goes to the Mishnah. And then he says, okay, there are 27 different cases that are in the Mishnah. In other words, if you figure out every possibility, you're going to work it out to 27 nafkeminis. You know, if they knew what he said, and he said yes, he didn't know what he said. He goes through all the shit. Then further on, he says, now, there are 21 different echetimtzes that these 27 make an afkemina lalacha. So the Chazanis said there are 576 different halachas that Beisayis have learned from the sugya. In other words, if, if, if you have this case with this tzirup, in this case with this tzirup, this case with this tzirup, that's how we learned. It, it, it is incredible yegiyah to, 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 to map out that is, is really something incredible. And he says, so, and, and if you take a look in his, in his chuvas, he's not being massive. He, he, he puts down a sugya. He goes through a sugya and puts it down and, and, and he maps it out. Very, very, in, in, I mean, it's, it's, and, this, and the pilpul and that he says, it's, it's, his godless was that in his Beis Yosef and Kazav Mishnah and Shogorach, where the tachas of the chibah was not to be mefalpul, he sticks to what he needs to stick to. But there was no, there was no shortcoming in the person that he couldn't do it. And it wasn't his, his intent was to do each sefer as he needed to be. Um, the, um, in the Shokharach, there's actually there's, there are all sorts of issues because sometimes he brings two shitas, Huri Paskin like. So there's a whole code that they've worked out does he bring them both as Yesh Omrim, one as Vyesh Omrim, um, one he brings and doesn't say Yesh Omrim, he brings sometimes Yesh Omrim without two shitas. There's an attempt to go through, his, to, to give some sort of guide to how to pass in, in Shogarach, but it's not clear, it doesn't come from him, these, these, so there's an, there's an ongenomish shitas in there. <coughs> that was the chilek of Nigla, of the Beis Yosef. Beisosev also had a chilek of Nister. What's incredible is that he kept his kitchen separate. The Fleischke kitchen, the kitchen, was separate. Um, there, are, there are a handful of places where he brings a Zayra Kaddish, and Beisosev also, but that's it. Nothing doesn't... He, he, so, many of his contemporaries write that he had a, a Magid that was Nisgala to him. That we know. The... Um, what we don't know is, 80 years after he was Nifta, a Sefer came out called Magid Meshar. There are a bunch of issues with the Sefer. It's Torah that the Magid told him, and taught him and told him. It's a fee, say the Chumash, so to speak. It goes up to, I don't know, halfway or something like that, maybe Rejah Shmois. There is something we have that's for sure authentic. And that's his, the Shalar Kaddish who lived in, in, uh, over there, years later, 70 years later, whatever, 
um, brings a letter from Shleim Al-Kavitz, a letter from Al-Kavitz, describing the famous Shavuos night, everybody must have read it and heard it, about what Shavuos night was like in Tzfas, and not in Tzfas, this was before, this was when it was still in Europe, I think, um, where they learned the first night, and the, and the voice came to them, he said a voice came out of the, out of the Beisaz's mouth, and Shalom Aleichem, I'm the, I'm the Nisham of the Mishnah, I've come to tell you what kind of Givaldik is Simcha there is for Baruch Hu, and if you'll learn, the, you know, and if you'll only keep doing it, so on and so forth, you don't know how much Nachs Ruach you bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so on. It's printed in the Shalom, Shavuos, this is where the meaning of being up Shavuos night comes from. Incredible letter, that's authentic. That's the Shalom HaKadosh, a letter from Shalom Kavitz, who was a Chav, did Nefesh, of, of the, of the Beis Yosef. There's no doubt about that. The Sefer Magishram came out 80 years after he was Nifta. It wasn't put out by his grandchildren or the normal people would put it out. Not clear but who put it out. It, it has a lot of strange things there. Things that think the Magid tells the Beis Yosef he will be zeichet to die on Kiddush Hashem like you want to. Beis Yosef died a natural death at 87. He, he writes all sorts of things about him, what will be, what won't be, and it, doesn't come, it didn't come true. Um, very hard to, what to, and strange things, and also something which draws people. He writes about the Beisheisif in very, very um, grand, you, you're like the, the Rebbe Kaiser, also, very, very uh, extraordinary phrases. That the Maggid said it, is not possibly a Chiddush, but that the Beisheisim himself would print it is strange. Unless they unless had a dinner of a where you have to print it, it it's highly, highly immodest. Um, it's also hard to understand where that's from. There's another strange thing, and this is this is even strange without the Sefer Magid Meisharim. I don't know what to make of it. The Rizal, the Reb Chaim Vital in his Sefer, um, in Shara Gilgulim, says that the Maggid told the Beis Yosef that his son has an Eshama B'Tzalel, and he writes that the Maggid lied. I don't know how you're supposed to deal with that. I, 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 I don't know. I just don't know. I, I don't know what that means. It says V'Sheke on, I believe. It says, very, very hard to understand what that means. I, I don't know. I just... It's, it's a safer that is really baffling sometimes. Things that are not halachadik, things that are wrong, what does it mean exactly? And, and some people actually want to tie in it that, it's, that the Megad Meshurim that we have is a forgery, it's a fake, it never was there, and so on and so forth. It's not that it's not basis. There was a safer. I don't know. I just don't know. It's, most of Kalaisos seem to have accepted it. But Lesman the Pollock, it's very, very baffling. Things over there. Um, one more tshuva that's interesting to share, and it might sort of nagea today. Um, in Sfas, like the halacha is, Talmidei Chachamim did not need to pay taxes. They needed to pay a certain tax, but they were free from other taxes, like like the halacha is. Um, they wanted to be mevatlit, and the beisayse with two others wrote a harem against it, very sharp. It's his first truth in the Beisayisif that they're being over on, on Dine Gemara and Dine Suvim and so on. And uh, they, they were mevatlet. It's an interesting truth of his that's relevant. Al-Kopanim, um, he was nifted at the age of 87. 
he left us in Kalal Yisrael the Shavaruch, which together with Ramah, it's 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 that's the halacha we have. The um, the 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 Rabbi Yisrael writes. There's a, there's an Indian in halacha in Chayshimish, but you can say Kimli, that if let's say two people are arguing in Bezdin, one guy can say I hold like the Rajba. And if the Rajbah holds like him, Besan doesn't have the ability to say, well, we pass like Ramban. It, 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 as long as you have a sheet like you, you can say Kimli. It's one of the most misused halachas. Uh, people go, go find some sheet in some obscure place and toil themselves on it. And it makes sometimes a mockery of pursuing Besan. There is Ibershitz writes that any sheet that's not, that the Shukharach doesn't mention in the basis of Shukharach, does not have a din of a sheet that they can say Kimli. The problem is people say Kimli not every Ibershitz. They, they, they say we don't hold like every Ibershitz. So, so again, you, you can't really go anywhere with it. But I can point out that the Harakha for the Beisayisav is that. Um, we'll finish off maybe just with a, with a word of it. He also wrote a Sefer on Chumash. It's a very strange, it's, it's an interesting Sefer. It's, I mean, the typical way is he asks like two dozen Shilas on a, on a Parsha. He answers each question differently. It's not a Pshad he's setting you up with like one terrace, like the Akedah sort of brings a central thought. And then he, he asks the questions and then he explains the Parsha. And his explanation of Parsha is the whole basis of it. Parts of it he explains Al Piderach Hadrush, parts of it Al Derach Halacha, parts of it Al Derach Hapshat, parts of this or that. I'll, we'll give you one example from this week's Sedra. Um, it's, it's not in every Sedra, it's, it's pieces. But Ishkiyeh um, Benegatzara says, Vuvala Koyen, and so on. So he asks all those questions. We'll just deal with his last question, his first question. His last question, or next last question is, the halacha is that a Koyen can't see two Negoyim in one day. Why not? So he says, because it says, Vitimi HaKoyen. He says the koyin is not just the person who, who sort of is a referee and tells you whether it's a neg or not. The koyin actually is the one that is moishich the tumah down. The riyas koyin is moishich the tumah. He says to be metame somebody with tzaras is to kill him because a metzaras is chash of kemeis. So he says just like a bezdin can't be done two dinner fashes in one day. And just like a Bezdin who kills more than, uh, than one person uh, in a Shemitah is, 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 is a Katlanis, so too a Koyan can't be Mitzareya two people one day because he's the one who's actually killing them. That's what he says. That's sort of halachadik. In, in, in at the beginning of the parasha, he's Medayik says the word Adam, the Zaya says that Adam is Choshev. In other words, some places it says Ish. The Zaya says Adam is Choshev, like it says. Um, Atem Krim Adam, Vlom Zom Krim Adam, Adam is Losh Chashev. So he says the Pasik is Tamea, that, you know, Adam that has an excess, how could someone who's Adam, who's Dimit Akadish have done an Avera to bring himself to Negatzaras? It's, it's, it's like the, the Pasik is using the Chashev Aloshan because we're addressing that part of the person and saying, you, who, who are how could you have done something like that? And he says, 
we bring him, we bring him to somebody even more chashev to sort of bring that out in him. In, in other words, since the, the level of chet of, of tzaras, that brings to us is 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 so deep and so so low that th- 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 we, we we say ourselves if we bring the person up if we bring him to the koyin it will create a, a you know that'll bring him to see the light so to speak in other words it's a type of error so low that the way in which we deal with it is we ask him Adam how could you have done it and we bring him to the koyin my understanding from him is that it means, in other words, the Kayan who's Kedusha, that's sort of the Mahalach of taking to it. Those are two in Yonah. Al-Kapanim, really, really stands in, 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 I mean, this is the pillar of Allah. This is really less, anything else is written around him, about him, no, nothing else has risen up since that. And it, it's fascinating that he, um, it, it's fascinating that he was given smicha, um, his whole metzias, where he was acknowledged by everyone. No one, no one, um, you know, yes, he had his little fights here, there, on specific issues, but everyone accorded him the respect, just like the Rizal. If everyone hadn't given him the acknowledgement that, he's, that, that his Torah is emis, we would, we would have our issues with it. You know, the Beis Yosef, for it to become, Ashkenaz argues on points, but but the Ramah wrote his Chiba not independently. Ramah was a contemporary of the Beis Yosef and held him in, in tremendous awe and, and was a Mavatl Daiper many times, except for Minhag Ashkenaz, when he held it that, that in Ashkenaz, this is not the halacha. But, but there was tremendous uh, respect in, in it. it was only, there was only Chetim that we have some remnant of being able to keep Christ altogether. It, it seems, and again, just to take a broad historical look at it, it was the first time that we got a sense of the of the of the that the Golos had created by creating different tyrus, every community with its own tyra, with its own inyanim. Um, the need for us to have at least a common standard that everybody can start from the same point. Um, the attempt was done to make a Sanhedrin that failed, but in the failed attempt, somebody was selected. To um, to create that standard of a unified Torah, so even with all the details that sometimes when all the Achronim argue with with, with the with Shacharach, we go with Achronim, uh, But by and large, it's all about the Shacharach. Um, it it seems as if that was Kiilu Akharish Baruch who Beroiv gave us that at least a certain pillar to hang on to, a certain bias to to, to be able to hold on to. So, so that Torah doesn't become a thousand Torahs. There's one Torah. His, his yard site is Yud Gimel. Uh, like we said, he was born in 1488, and he died 87 years later. And uh, he's buried in Sfas, they, they, together with the Rizal and the Ramak and the other Chabur around him.